Thank you so much for having me. I pronounced your surname correctly, yes? <laughs> Beautifully, perfectly, brilliant. I, I remember the Anthony, Anthony beef. Um, I think I may have been on the Anthony side of things. Yeah, the TH, it's a th, it's a th. <laughs> mm-hmm, you were. So we got a super interesting conversation. Wait, what is it? Is it no, Anthony, bro, Anthony? a T and an H next to one another is a th. So that means it's Anthony. Were people saying For Anthony? Sure, people like Tyrone. Because <laughs> English... Because white guys with the name Anthony. It's Anthony. If it's a white guy with that name, it's Anthony. <laughs> but I see after many years, he got it right. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's resolved. That's resolved. Okay, also, okay. I mean, the whole of Cape Town and most of South Africa probably knows it's Anthony by now. But Celeste... I would hope. <laughs> you know, we hope. We have good hope for it. Um, Celeste, sorry. <laughs> I'm married now. i got my dad jokes on fleek. Um, Celeste had a super interesting experience. She was the first radio presenter at Good Hope FM to get diagnosed with COVID-19 SARS-V2 hashtag lockdown forever. Um, so we are going to be mm. chatting to her about that experience um so yeah it's funny that i'm laughing about that now <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's gonna be yeah. super interesting we're gonna be chatting about that and i'm gonna get Merv to take us away and get the conversation started it is not really radio so if this conversation goes uh off topic well you know what you signed up for this is what this podcast is all about so Merv, yeah, probably will take us away um <laughs> uh, no problem. What's up, everybody? Um, I laughed as soon as you said it. I don't know why I laughed. I'm so You're sorry, terrible. Celeste. I'm super terrible. sensitive. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so, you, so you were patient zero. Bro, Bruh, patient how, zero. Like, what happened? Well, what happened was... Yeah, no. So, actually, I, <laughs> I, I work at the SABC in Seapoint, right? That's where our building is. Mm. And... We get a phone call. I get a phone call, and my boss says to me, Celeste, are you in the studio already? I go, Yeah, why? What's up? He's like, Well, someone in the building actually just tested positive, right? Oy. But please note, in the SABC building, it's a bunch of us. So it's not really just Good Hope FM. Hmm. There's other radio stations in there, there's different departments. And this is not even someone that anyone knew. I, until this day, bro, I have no idea who it is. So. The chances that I came into contact with this person was like zero minus zero point zero zero zero. And anyway, so a week goes on and I feel a little bubble in my throat, like, you know, and you drink the water, but it's not going away. It's like, and I start getting some body pains and my niece lives with me. So I'm like, give me a massage thinking that, you know, the next time I'm going to wake up and it's going to be gone. Turns out I wake up the next day and it's not gone. Right. So now I start getting paranoid because yeah. I feel like I'm going to get the flu. But I also know that COVID-19 displays itself like the flu. It's a sneak attack, right? <laughs> lurking. Yeah. Lurking in the background. And the paranoia just starts to grow. So I'm like, you know, better be safe than sorry. So get yourself tested. 
So Thursday, the 28th of, was it June? No, June was just yesterday. Yeah. May. I'm like, yo, I gotta get tested. Definitely May. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna get tested. Um, please note, all the while going to get tested, I still don't think that anything is major wrong. I'm just trying to like put myself at ease. Right? So we get there at the place where I get tested. By the way, it's like so cold. You feel like you're going for like a backdoor abortion or situation. It's like cold and like creepy and no one is friendly. And you're already like nervous as hell. <laughs> so I sit around there. I fill in this long form like I'm about to travel overseas. And then the lady's like, it's your turn coming up. I sit down and they swab me. So I also thought that the swabbing is pretty plain and simple and straightforward because you've seen people post videos about it. But uh, let me be the first person to tell you it's not plain and straightforward. They put that... Mm. That thing looks that so thing scary, That thing is so bro. long. They put it down like yeah. like through your brain, it feels oh, like. No, I'm good. I'm, and so as she oh. puts it in my mouth, this is me... <laughs> <laughs> and I was so, I felt so bad. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sure at this point she's used to it anyway. And yeah, I leave there still thinking I'm cool. I'm great, whatever. But as soon as I get home, I go into self-isolation just to be secure. Mm. And two days later, bruh, I get an SMS. An SMS. Mm, an SMS. An SMS. Yeah, that so That's like getting into university. An SMS. And I <laughs> exactly. Such big news on an SMS. <laughs> I opened the SMS. <laughs> Please wow. note, also my phone was off. So my phone, I put my phone on. That's the first thing that came through. So I put my oh phone no. on. SMS comes through. I open it. And I was just like, oh, this is the message. which is going to be like, cool. I'm going to be able to go out of my room now. No. So the SMS reads, Celeste Anthony, the test you took on 28th of May uh, came back. Well, it says COVID detected. Like, and the detected is in capitals. Oh, no. COVID-19 has been Detected oh, no shit. in capitals. <laughs> they could have at least uh, said like positive. It's so it's you're like panic. Yeah, like you know, detected. use nice words, make me feel good about myself. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just detected in capitals. Mm. And I sat there looking at my phone, thinking maybe this was a mistake. Maybe I'm reading it incorrectly, so I read it over like a couple more times. <laughs> and I said, I, I would wow. like to say that I freaked out immediately, but I didn't. I just went numb, completely yeah. numb. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I, th- I think I fear the swabbing more than I fear the actual <laughs> virus. Because I saw I saw a video of they they stuck the the thing through the per- like in the person's nose and it no, went all no, the way back. No, so there's two hard. methods. Would yeah, you... there's two no there's two methods of doing this. So the, either they go through your nose upright, the one that feels like it's going through your eyeball into your brain, and then there's another one that goes through mm. into your throat. But even I got the throat one, which still felt like it went to my brain. Yeah. It is the, like the worst thing. And you can't not cough. Ooh. And like, this is not the time to be coughing on people. Of but me not. as... <laughs> I thought it was simple. I thought by swab, I thought that you're just going to stick your tongue out. And then <laughs> yes. they're going to swab yes, your that tongue. that is what I thought too until I saw the videos. Because the word swab, <laughs> that is basically what it is. Like, they swab for DNA just uh, in the cheek. <laughs> no, bruh. <laughs> It sounds so. It sounds so innocent. It's like I'm just gonna swab you. Yeah, call you. it what it is. We're gonna Meanwhile, torture a... you to find out if you have COVID. Exactly, <laughs> like a full body, just like invasion, it was, bro. It was quite personal. Like touching my flipping intestines. Yo, yeah. no, guys. It's not the most oh, pleasant experience I've bread. had in my life. It was torture. That is terrible. Okay, so then um, you self isolated for fourteen days, and then. 
what happened? Like, what symptoms did you get, and when did you stop? Okay, so this? the first, so then I that was the twenty eighth. So I've got my results the thirtieth, the Saturday. So please note, I've been in self isolation since the day I got tested. So since the Thursday already, right? Mm. So now Saturday, mm. now we need to put things in place. Like, how are we gonna do this? Because I now. I live with my parents. My dad, like a month before this, was oh. diagnosed with a weird syndrome that like 10 people in the world have. And the the medication he's taking is weighing down his immune system. So I cannot come close to him, right? So now plan A is stay mm. in your room. I made a little makeshift table. So my niece and my mom would drop food at, on this little table and <laughs> we take it from this table <laughs> and when I'm done they would take it again and please note they didn't wash my dishes with anyone else's dishes they didn't wash my pajamas with anyone else's pajamas it would lay in the bath in like hot boiling water like we took every precaution under the sun um, yeah you kind of feel like you're being stupid that. and paranoid but I feel like it was just our safest bet at the time so now it's Saturday, we figure out yes. all the logistics of it, and I am scared as all hell because every night you go to sleep, you soak because you're like, okay, today was a good day, but tomorrow I can just wake up with another symptom, right? And that's ex- quite mm. actually what happened. So I had a plan in mind because I was going to go crazy. I was like convinced I was going to lose my mind. And I woke up every day at the same time. At one o'clock every day, I would take my temperature. I had a little diary. Please note, I had never once had a fever. So never once. I was 36.5. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was so average all the time. Um, the symptom, the first symptom right after being diagnosed was my taste. <laughs> my smell was gone. And it sounds so plain and simple. You guys, you have no <laughs> idea what cheese tastes like when you can't taste or smell it. You know that texture. You know that texture <laughs> of cheese. I hope you never experience it. Ever. Mm. Uh, but oh, furthermore, like way. a lot of, a lot of, fatigue i cannot explain it i would wake up tired i would sleep and then wake up tired that's all i did i would i slept so much no. i'm a fan of sleeping so i'm really not gonna complain about that though For <laughs> real. um and uh <laughs> you're breathing how was that well you, i've got asthma i've got asthma so mm. yeah yeah, yeah. I, i've been on acid and venties my entire life which is the normal little pump you get and so and my breathing has always been weird. It's not, I don't I have no idea what normal people breathe like in any way. Right. So it's mm. always, I always had a tight chest. And when it's a little bit too tight, I go into my nebulizer. So, um, yeah, my breathing was, it's normal, weird self, but nothing exceptionally weird. I never once had to go on the nebulizer actually. Hectic. Do you know what's scary? Um, is that you're saying your temperature was the same, but then that's like the first line of defense now in all these shops. I walk in and I'm 37.5, 36.5. So I asked the guys, like, when do you actually stop me from coming in? Like, what temperature must exactly. I be? They're like, well, if you're around like 38, Ach, no one knows. They're like, they're like, they don't even know. Exactly. You're going into a shop, right? And they do the scan, as you said. So I, if I didn't go get tested to be safe, I would have just been walking around infecting the entire world. Yo. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So that's the thing. I have a thing against this scanning of the medicine. <laughs> <laughs> scanning. <laughs> the, the, the pistol to the head. <laughs> and you know, when I go to shops now, obviously, like people are still scanning me. I don't say anything, but all I'm thinking is there must be a better way. Yeah. Like, brah. And I went to a restaurant um, two days ago. Oh, you brave, Nick. Yeah, my, very brave. My one friend got... Very brave. Hey, dog. <laughs> very brave. Like, just, uh, 
allow me, okay, allow me. So we go, I go in, I get scanned, I get thirty six point four, and then um, the 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 lady, like there was three of us. So the lady after mm-hmm. me gets scanned, and the machine just like beeps, like what? What is that? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> like as to say, like. This bitch <laughs> has corona. This bitch was, got it. Uh, don't let know? it in. <laughs> <laughs> don't let it in. And then the guy looks at the machine and he says, Ish, I don't know what's wrong with it. And then he proceeds to scan the, the, the third lady. And then she gets like a 35 or 36 or whatnot. And then he's like, um, I'm going to get it checked out. You guys, you and guys he let everyone in. Terrible. I'm like, what? Uh, uh. <laughs> It's a problem. I'm telling you guys, it's a problem. Guys, this, I have a huge issue with those this. scanners. Every time I'm like, is gonna is being nervous gonna raise my temperature? Because they make me so nervous. So then yeah. I think my temperature is gonna no, go up. But you up. make a good point because I yep. I drive with my aircon on all the time. Yeah. Like I run hot all the time, so I always have it blasting on cold. And I'm like, if I get out here, my temperature is gonna be 32, and they're all gonna think I'm dead. Like <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be. Mm. I don't trust everyone is acting like this temperature gun is like the alpha and omega and I'm just I'm convinced it's not no they make me so nervous exactly <laughs> um, I, I get paranoid as well because um, this restaurant does have the waterfront you're playing games and I walked from your mother's brave he's <laughs> so brave I can't I can't trust me trust me okay so I walked from you see, there's like yeah. the silo yeah, hotel yeah. at the waterfront, and then there's like the actual waterfront, like mall. So I walk from the silo hotel side to the waterfront, and I was walking quite fast because I'm thinking that okay. I'm late, you know. So I'm like pacing. So when I get there, I'm out oh, of breath and it's I'm not a sweating. Good look. So I'm like, <laughs> this is not a good look. And even even with that said, even with you sweating and being out of breath, they still let you in. <laughs> we are not safe anyway. Anyway. Oh my goodness! And can you talk about these restaurants? Because um, what was the setup like that inside? It was a normal restaurant, and, and the setup was the same. It's just that they put like a table between. Okay, everyone. but can we talk about the fact um, that the waiter but, has to go to all the tables? Mm, yep, the waiter goes to all the tables. That is also <laughs> very true. Never actually thought of that. What the heck? Uh, and in your once you sit down in your table, then it's masks off. Yeah, are you, you gonna, gonna eat, eat now, masks? So it's it's masks off and it's just like normal. We're touching each other. We're eating in front of each other. It's just vibes like normal. So like what what actually, what measures are we actually putting in there? I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable going to a restaurant. I'm I'm with Celeste. (laughs) For me, date night for us is order in and we (laughs) eat on our carpet. We have an indoor picnic and that's what we do on date night. We don't go outside. You're crazy. (laughs) <laughs> Risking your lives for a chop. <laughs> for a chop. <laughs> for that king clip. You wanna go? <laughs> Bro, and it was some <laughs> and it was some weak ass coffee. And I hate coffee dates. I feel like they're so stupid. But then I wanted to see these people, you know? Because you want to be <laughs> Honestly, cute. You want to go risk your life because you want to be cute. You wanna be that friend. <laughs> it's not the time. It's not the time. <laughs> I initially rejected and I was like, guys, they don't even sell alcohol at these restaurants anymore, which is literally like 80% of the reason I'm there. So (laughs) are we really coming here for coffee? You're making me wake up at 8.30. It had to be that 8.30. And then I I, I answered, I was like, guys, I'm not coming at 8.30. There's no way. 
I'm gonna be there at 8:30. Let's move it to like 10 or something. Brunch from, from breakfast. Up so early for coffee. Hi, <laughs> uh. sorry. <laughs> Miss yeah, me. it's flipping hectic. Um, so Celeste, can you get it again? Whew, bruh. So, as I said, like I've read so many articles i've done so much research even prior to getting it and then even getting it i've even done more research and i was actually quite scared to do any research um in the first two days i didn't even want to read the statistics because suddenly it's so personal and mm. suddenly like you're faced with mortality and all that kind of stuff and so i i mm. really i strayed away mm. from that i even must be honest with you guys i exited my family whatsapp group because still people were saying, oh, Auntie Thingy down the road had passed away from COVID. And I just, I couldn't deal with that stuff at that yeah, time. Yeah, that makes sense. So mm. then upon mm. my research, I had found that, yeah, upon my research, I found that it is said, it is said that you can't get it again. But I feel like also a lot of things has been said that have been proven otherwise by personal experiences <laughs> of people. In my time, then mm. I read about a, a producer at another radio station in Johannesburg who tested po- tested positive, was in his two weeks of isolation, was asymptomatic, went back to get a test, <laughs> tested positive again, was asymptomatic. Love so at that time, it. he was in isolation for four weeks and went out g- getting tested the third time. He was still positive. So I feel like, you know, I just, I didn't, I don't trust anything. So I, I'm not outside loving my best life because I can't get it again. I do act exactly like I did before I was diagnosed. So I still am weary and wearing my mask all the time and I don't touch anything. I feel like I'm even more so weary and like protective than I was before. Makes sense. Celeste, I had a question. Mm. You told me that you, you got the COVID. Um, and then I think a day later, I saw yeah. that you were literally doing a show. And I was like, Fred, good bit. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you keep working while you had the while you had COVID? Well, <laughs> can I, I have to make this example. I used to when I just started in radio, and I realized that oh, brah, I, I, I actually started this as a as a um, a bit with a friend. He he kind of dared me to start doing radio, right? So that's how I got into it. But when I started realizing that I yeah. actually love this for what it is, um, I watched. Is it Independence Day? I think it's in Independence Day that movie. And this guy has this mobile radio station. It's like a backpack, but he's got the entire radio station on his back and the world is coming to an end. And he's standing on the mountain doing his last yeah. link for the radio. And I was just like, I'm going to The world's going to come to an end. I'm going to be behind the mic. <laughs> is it 2012? <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm going to be behind the mic when the world comes to an end. And it was always a joke, right? But then <laughs> suddenly my world could have come to an end. And I felt just like being... I think anyone, you guys, to anyone that sits behind a mic- microphone will tell you that it's so therapeutic in a sense. You can have whatever kind of day and any, everything can be a mess. But once you put on mm. your mic and you switch on your mic, it is so therapeutic. And I know in essence, you do it for people and for the listeners and f- to give them therapy, I guess. But essentially, it's so much, th- it's so therapeutic for yourself as well. And I knew if I was going to sit two weeks and not be behind, my, be behind a mic, yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. More than I had already at that point. Mm. So I work for Good yeah. FM, but I also work for the Sound of Ackermans, which is what you hear inside the Ackermans store. So I do the Sound of Ackermans every morning at mm. 8.30 mm. to 11 o'clock, Mondays through to Saturdays, and then Good FM at 6 to 9 o'clock. So because I've been sleeping so weirdly, um, I couldn't, like, in the morning, there was, like, no way I could get up at 8. So And my boss, 
shame. If it was up to him, he would put me off for two months. He's incredible, by the way, at Ackerman's. Mm. And mm. good up, I forced him. I was like, I'm going to come. I'm going to take off two days. So I was diagnosed the Saturday. I was going to be like, I was off the Saturday. I was off the Sunday. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to take off the Monday and the Tuesday. And But Wednesday, I'm going to be back. I'll be back, boss. He's like, no, Celeste, you can't come back. You got to rest. I was like, okay, I'll take the Wednesday. But I'll be back on the Thursday. <laughs> and then eventually he's like, please take off four days and then come back. So I took off the four days and I came back on the Monday. And it was the best thing I could have done for myself, for mm. real. Just hearing from people, listeners, and sitting back. Oh, it's therapeutic, bruh. Okay. Because if you're in an office and you stay at work, you're... <laughs> Yeah, but I must say, I only had enough energy because I was so lethargic. I only had enough energy in myself to sit there for three hours. And then after the three hours, I'd go to like in a coma of 10 hours. <laughs> but I didn't regret it, honestly. I didn't regret it once. Oh, man. I recently got in um, in touch with a person with COVID. So we had to like voiceovers. There was a brother who had um, COVID, but then he'd retired. Did he retired? He'd recovered. <laughs> so now I I rock up there and then greet everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> so I'm like, hey, what's going on, everybody? You all good? Um, I'm ready. And they're like, okay, your script's in the studio. Blah, blah, blah. So I always go into the studio first and then greet the yeah, person. Of course. And be like, hey, man, how's it going? And talk to the producer guy. Then he says, um, like mid chat, you know, like in passing, it's like, hey, dude, no, it's been great. I'm like, hey, dude, this this COVID's quite dangerous. Like, it's been it's been it's been going crazy right now. And the bra's like, yeah, dude, it is, man. Uh, you know, I just came back now from from self isolation. I got it like a few weeks ago. I'm like, dude, you're just gonna tell me that <laughs> because it has been it is so part of our daily lives now. Like, and I get that it must have been so scary for you. <laughs> so we had immediately you step back a meter. Don't lie. <laughs> uh, I feel like if I if I was white, I would have like gone <laughs> pale at that moment because I was just like, no, please what? tell me your face. Was your face playing along or did, did it show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I played along. So I I just jumped into like um, jovial enthusiastic mode. I was like, oh dude, yo, glad to have <laughs> you back, bro. What's up? That's great. So I go now into the other recording studio, and there's like the the little mm, window. You can see him um, where mm. you can see them. Yeah. So I go into like the wall part where they can't see them, and I'm just like <laughs> freaking out there. I'm just like jumping around. <clears throat> And punching the air. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I just met a person Yo, who's right. had COVID. Yeah, it's, it's become, it's literally, it's became so close to over in the last while, like everyone. But, and like you, you started that conversation saying, yeah, COVID is crazy. Isn't that like what you say to people when you see them now? Like it's part of, hey, how are you? What are you doing <laughs> yes. with your life? Yes. COVID is crazy, brah. <laughs> it's part of your like <laughs> intro <laughs> in every conversation. And like, but even in, oh in, yeah no I had that <laughs> oh, no. even with your reaction I must be honest um, I, I was in isolation for two weeks and then I stayed another week just to be safe and then only three days into the next mm. week three, yeah, in three days into the fourth week I, I decided to go out to the stores right um, and I went because how crazy is this so now my mom has to stay at home she's not allowed to go out because her loss contact with me she has to stay 14 days in isolation after that so now i can go out but she can't Whoa. right so now i'm the only one that can go outside 
and I'm going into mm. town and I'm buying groceries and bruh for real I can see people gossiping about me. <laughs> no shame whatsoever. <laughs> They're like waving from me at a distance like, hey Celeste, what's up? <laughs> Wanna be close to me. I was like, you know what, I can I can feel bad all I want to. You stay you stay saving. there. I'm so glad you're doing well from over here. <laughs> But I, I, I completely understand. <laughs> I, I really, you can't even be in your feelings. It's so scary for people, especially if you haven't been through it yourself. Yeah. Hectic. Yeah. So I, I'm not even upset about it. Um, yes, are recording remotely, because uh, not because Celeste had COVID, but because you've got to stay safe. <laughs> so, and well, Celeste and I, unlike Merv, aren't a big fan of going to restaurants at this current point in history. So, Thank you very much. Um, we were recording on Zoom. We tried it. Uh, not really. Radio's mm-hmm. been loyal to Google Hangouts. It's what we've been loyal to. Um, mm. And Zoom kind of let us down. So we had to pause, do a whole lot of admin, but we back <laughs> recording. We took an ad break. We took an we ad took break. Ad break. Okay. Yeah, we, we took need, an ad break. <laughs> we need ads we can put in these moments. But um, we are. So there's literally advertising space that's like available now. Please it's available. Take note. Please take note. For this video. It's available. Let us know. <laughs> Our listenership has almost doubled in the last few months. So sales pitch um, come through. Yeah, that was uh, an elevator pitch. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're back recording now. What's nice is because Google Hangouts doesn't have a time limit. Also, Google oh. Pay Me um, <laughs> doesn't have a time limit, so we shouldn't have to pause again. We might have some okay. internet problems, but hopefully we won't. So we're going to get back to recording. Get back to chatting about COVID-19, uh, SARS, V2, hashtag lockdown forever. Um, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I, had to, I, I made up that nickname for it because I had to. So No, you had to. It's so mm. fitting. Yeah. <laughs> so, Celeste, we were talking about... Um, this is way more confusing if you're recording. If you're listening to it, you're probably like, you guys were talking about this. We, I believe, were talking about why you're still working and you were saying that you wanted, like, how you use the example of how in 2012 the guy literally does his broadcast (laughs) till the world ends and then he blows up in a fire. 100%. That's that's passion. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down behind the mic. (laughs) (laughs) That is immense passion. Um, Uh, Yeah, no, I I need to find a job I'm that passionate about. Okay, Tara, thanks. Thanks. thanks for sharing. <laughs> Got deep really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, miss, miss. Okay. The, the, only, the, only, the only thing I'm that passionate about is probably like alcohol, so I'll definitely go die. die. We know that <laughs> because you went to a like... restaurant during COVID. We know <laughs> you will die for alcohol. Uh, holding a the baby will also ah. die for coffee because basically that's what you did. Yep, pretty uh, much. Don't, don't get me started. Don't get me started on the fact that we had to drink coffee. <laughs> in you know what? Restaurants. In terms of coffee, I mean, I haven't gone to a restaurant, but I won't lie. As soon as like flat whites were able to be purchased again, I did it. I think the day they yeah, were. Yeah, me too. So 
But Vida, I got a prop. Yeah, I so. went. I went out to Vida. I got coffee. Yeah, no, I, I did the same thing. I was like, nah, let's let's get coffee. We need it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you literally the people that are like wrong with the world. You know, I I, I just hate the coffee. <laughs> really, like, I hate. It's so overpriced, and I just hate it. I only drink flat whites because they're the cheapest coffee on the menu. Actually, to be you're honest, you're so cheap, you. and you're not even afraid to say. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you get Americanas, you'll be saving five rand. <laughs> uh, obviously, but then the, the, it's got the milk. I look at the the flat white has the milk. <laughs> Americanas are slightly depressing. We know. Like I, I'm not that ghetto that I don't drink my coffee with milk. <laughs> I know. I'm broke, but I'm not that ghetto, bro. Do you think? Do you That's think not funny. having it with milk is ghetto? I actually think having it without milk is bougie. Everyone that I know that is super bougie and fancy has black coffee. And do they have it like instant coffee black or do they have it with like at Vida black? No, no, no. Instant coffee black. Instant coffee black. Okay. Ah, yeah. ah, that's depressing. All the time. I hate it. Uh, that is a, so this is, I, I won't mention names, but my colleague always offers me a sip of his instant <laughs> coffee. And I had it the first time. I was like, eh, eh, this tastes like apartheid. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> so forever. He knows who he is. I don't take off any of his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> bro in the workplace i can't uh, listen i i hate the coffee people because even like at work i'm not really a big fan of coffee but if i'm at work there's no way i'm touching instant coffee like I, i'm not slaving You're so fancy. You're so to be drinking bro to be drinking some whack coffee some frisco <laughs> that i have at home you know what I mean? no move <laughs> For us, whenever at the companies, two companies I used to work at, we had instant coffee. We had nice, like, what was it? Um, Jacobs. And Jacobs, then they went Jacobs to, the wine. They turned to re-coffee. I was like, guys, they're making us drink land. That's I know, and how dare they make you used to that bougie life and they bring you straight down. <laughs> and then the company I used to work at that I don't work at anymore, we could pay for flat whites. So we had in-house, you can pay for flat whites. Lovely, nice. lovely. Do you know what our second lovely. option is? Re-coffee. That's option number two. Re-coffee. Oh my word. You get to pay for That's coffee. That's like two opposite ends. Or you get free land in your throat, but you can't use uh-uh. it. No. No, thank you. Miss me. Yes. But that thing is it's so expensive. I used to drink like Grande Mockers and they would cost me like 36 rand. 36? I think to myself, ish. Do you know, I'm not even going to lie. Like, as I'm sitting here right now, and however it might sound, I have no... I always, from Vida, I always get a cappuccino, small cappuccino. I have no idea how much it costs. I never look at the price, because as soon as I'm going to look at the price, I probably won't buy it again. I have no idea how much it costs. <laughs> I don't check the price. Yeah, I knew... All I, I do knew, is swipe. No, I knew you were going to take it that way, but there's a reasoning behind the madness. No, I don't look at the price. <laughs> What's you your reason? People What's have really come a long way for me not to be looking at prices. <laughs> I'm currently emailing you my financial planner's <laughs> number. <laughs> that might actually be a good idea. <laughs> Celeste, oh, you basically man. just admitted you don't budget. You're just like, no, I don't uh, budget. You know why? <laughs> I don't budget. So I don't budget to the T, but I do budget for miscellaneous, which is a big, big chunk oh. of my <laughs> And that falls under miscellaneous. <laughs> I support that. I support I'm that. embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's, let's just take a dip into uh, radio chat. Um, 
Because um, radio people must have like fluctuating salaries. So sometimes it's this, sometimes it's that. It's like, you know? You know? So how- my favorite part of my life is when I go places <laughs> and people think I earn a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and I so wish, I so wish I could show them what I earn. <laughs> uh, if you're on TV, if you're on radio, you are rich, my bro. And, and don't be telling me nonsense. Do you know? Because you are rich. 100%. I go to banks, not in my area, because I am afraid mm. that the people in my area, in my banks, they obviously know me because I've lived in Stellenbosch all my life. And so they know what you do for a living. And then you have to walk in there and they have to see what's going on money-wise. And that is embarrassing. <laughs> so I, I go on the outer, outer skirts of Stellenbosch and try to go to the banks because it's so embarrassing. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, I'm in the way. lower end. I'm in the lower <laughs> end of the radio income. Yeah, uh, it's, and it's not just useless because like everywhere now, there's, um, I've seen a lot of stories on Twitter of... of, of um, people who saying that, hey, my lifestyle expectation is high. Meanwhile, my check in the bank is actually um, quite low. 100%. But it's, 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 it's quite hectic. But what intrigues me the most is just the fluctuating salaries and how do people just manage that? Because um, if you're not on like a full-time show or whatnot, yeah. you're getting... There's months where it's low, 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 low. I think Tyrone, with that said, it goes back to the fact that maybe that is why I didn't take off longer. Because no work, no pay. Hectic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I know what that's like. I had that for two months thanks to COVID. And uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, now I'm retrenched, so that's new. Oh uh, but no, so I'm having it's such dark. a very depressing comedic evening. I apologize. Um, uh, have you hit up UIF? You got you got money. Yeah, bro. No, that's like your first point of call. So guys, don't worry. Um, I'm retrenched, but my package and UIF and everything keeps me going for a few months. So, oh, okay, so good, there's good. no, there's no worry. Oh, your boy's got it. Because we were, oh, we were good, ready man. to bring the food pa- parcels to the white man. No, we no, ready. don't worry, don't worry. And <laughs> married life, things become more affordable. Two salaries. Oh, no, 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 no. You're I'm okay. Uh, it's just I know that. Sabawel. It's cheaper. It's Sabawel. cheaper to be married because you're splitting things, right? I assume. You're splitting things? Yeah, 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 yeah. Murph, yeah. you want to get no, married? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can do this for this like, I'm ready right to go. Now. I need to be splitting balls. <laughs> I am ready to go. Like, it's... I am so ready. Also, here's a hot tip this about move, marriage, guys, ca- that no one tells you. Please the tell us. Of, the types of living situations. So when you're single, you look for a bachelor flat or a house yeah, yeah. Both of which are somewhat depressing. When you're married, mm. you start looking for two-bedroom flats. And all of a oh. sudden, you're like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. I've entered a new realm of enjoyment of life. Because oh. two-bedroom flats are nice. Mm. Yeah. And you actually you live with someone that you kind of like. And yeah, kind of like. Kinda, ha- kinda. Ha- Hopefully. You, you really like. Hopefully. Whereas in a house share, if a person doesn't wash dishes, be- it's way worse because sure. you don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> you almost got to take what you get with those. Exactly. You're like, Shame. And, and even if it's you like dust. them, you don't have like a relationship that you know is for life. So you're like, true. Okay, I can let this slide for a year. Whereas in marriage, you're like, okay, we actually have to talk about this. You, and then you deal 100%. with it and then stuff gets better. But in a house share, 
stuff kind of just gets worse. <laughs> you know, I'm so far from Always. getting married that I'm just hanging on to every word you're saying and I'm actually making notes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'll be overly prepared when it's my turn. My like, um, the thing I'm so keen most about in getting married is the spare room. Why? I feel like that's the most underrated. Why? Because you're going to go sleep there a lot because you're going to get in trouble a lot. (laughs) Probably. Respect. Please respect me, (laughs) Celeste. (laughs) Please respect me. Apologies, my apologies. (laughs) I just assumed. I didn't know why. (laughs) Your attacks. No, so you can have like an office. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you know... your little guitar studio, like a hobby room type situation. But how long does it or stay? How long add- does it stay a hobby room, a gym, a art room, a studio for? Because like two years into marriage, the kids they start piling up, and then it quickly becomes a nursery. Uh, yeah. And all your dreams are crushed. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what will happen with kids, but right now I'm sitting in um, the office slash second room. I've got my skateboard and my iron gym next to me. Yo, you are like, living your best life. I'm living the this best life. This is the life. sweet spot. That just getting married sweet spot. You would enjoy it while it lasts, bro. Ah, uh, fam. Nah, fam. <laughs> we, we have a policy in this home that we will be like a honeymoon couple till the day we die. Oh, that is beautiful. Even the fact, uh, even the fact that he just called it a home and not in this house. It's, it's exactly for life. in this mm. home. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, you can do. You know? Next thing is going to be like my <laughs> family. <laughs> the Fisher family comes through. Oh my god! Oh, I'm so impressed. We have certain <laughs> principles, and uh, uh, we live by a certain code. <laughs> mm. Oh my god! Guys. Oh, Oh, that spare room is gonna be so crazy, you know. And in order to like just prolong the use of that, I suggest we stay on birth control for like at least a year, you know. Just carry on staying on. What did you say you suggest for at least the initial year, you know, and then maybe two years as well? (laughs) Mm, Did you say suggest? I just want to make that. Oh, okay, cool. Also, stay on birth Mim, did you say... Okay, okay Celeste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. We stay consider, on I'll consider. <laughs> yeah, he said we. Even though you can get male contraceptives, he's not going to take it. <laughs> male oral contraceptives. Celeste, here's a question about those male contraceptives. Are they going to mess up with my hormones? Because my cycle is delicate. And I don't want my hormones messed yeah. up with. <laughs> Are they gonna, is your cycle gonna... delicate? <laughs> I am so sorry. You gotta confirm. Yes, it will mess with your cycle, <laughs> your delicate cycle. <laughs> you know, with the male contraceptive thing, um, men are like there's side effects, and you're gonna get like all these weird things. And I'm like, but that's what female contraceptives Thank do. Thank you very much. Females. We just have years of training, so we act like we're fine. <laughs> but y'all know deep down we're not. And it's like super similar. It's like um, you're gonna get what mood swings. You're gonna get tender um, nipples. You're gonna get you're gonna get headaches. And men are like, oh, there's no way I'm doing that. But I'm like, but you're the first person to tell your really girlfriend like, to get I, on I birth just, control. I would like you guys when it really is freely available that you guys will trial it at least for not really radio, please. I would pay. Just for the but just trial it, please. I'm gonna be honest. Not really. Radio doesn't pay me enough for that. <laughs> 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 
speak to your boss. Hey, it's hey, our own <laughs> 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 Badger's not looking good this month there. Of course I'll say that, of course. I don't think I can pay you to record next month. I'll just do next month alone and then I'll... Guys, you laugh, but one of the episodes with Appy was one of our best performing episodes. So maybe that's the key. <laughs> oh man. But but I'm so excited though for, for that for that um male birth control situation. If they want to test bunny, like I don't mind do being the bunny. No, oh, no, I definitely do it. I would definitely do it. I'm so I, I'm so excited for it because then it's all in my hands. You know what I mean? And it's not in in the woman's hands anymore. Like I control well, it's, yeah. who I impregnate. You know? And you actually, like you actually, yeah. It's always your choice, anyway. Um, <laughs> but okay, okay. But you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm 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 super stoked about about the 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 birth control situation. I am. I'm stoked to see. Sorry, I'm just gonna say I'm stoked to see how open-minded men will be. Like you know, who will take it and who won't. That that's what I'm actually to see. It, It just depends on the marketing on it. Yeah, that's also true. I think. It's true if they get it's a cool, cool people, a couple of celebs to endorse it and it will take on. Mm. Get AKA on there saying, hey, I just got the new birth control pill, you know, pop it Bruh, in. AKA's you know? got COVID. Also, AKA's got COVID as well. Yeah. I mean, it, Shame, man. it's popping off in, uh, in Joburg Kauteng now. So I'm like, yo. Mm. I was looking at the stats and I'm like, guys, it's not a race. Um, there's no For need. sure, <laughs> and you know, Cape Town always wins, and Cape always wants to win in everything. I was like, guys, <laughs> not this one. They've got, um, they've got like fifty thousand active cases mm-hmm. versus our seventeen thousand, and I'm like, wow, this is this it's is going this is going hectic. And still, um, there are people on Cape- Twitter thinking this is not real. Mm, what's up with that chat? What's up with that? I feel like I've also, I've also. I don't want to say I've lose fr- lost friends or I'm losing friends, but I've really compartmentalized when it comes to certain people because people that I used to like be super cool with, like we agree on most things and or we have healthy debates about things. These people legit think this is a joke, right? Or like not a joke, but like it's some mm. setup. And I'm like, I had it and I felt it in my body. This, like, yeah, how more no, clear can I be? Hmm. It's like those massive conspiracist people who are like, no, it's actually not real. It's just and the five G. Yeah, I'm I'm big on conspiracies in general in any way and documentaries and things like that. But but like when I'm living it, I'm physically living it. And you're telling me like exactly. I'm, I'm, you think I'm making it up? Are you kidding me? You work you you work for the SABC and they're paying you to, to La- <laughs> No legit so I made a series of videos throughout my journey with Good Hope FM and I was reading through the comments cuz I people were very nice so I, I literally read every comment every inbox every everything and someone legit said this is a setup this is fake you're going to go to hell if this is wow. just for, this is just a stunt I was like No guys don't bring sure. Christian Christianity into your mm-hmm. dumbness mm-hmm. Yeah, Guys, leave my religion out of that stupidity, please. <laughs> you just got personal. <laughs> we leave it out, Tarun. We got you. We know how I'm the most sensitive are. Christian I know. 
Jokes. Um, but Celeste, like, how do you handle like um, how's the 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 transition been to like getting like real fan mail and 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 stuff like that and also those cuck comments uh, that sort of come through i went into radio and i always had the, f- the philosophy i don't live by your praise so i don't die by your criticism but then for a mm. long time like for, there'll be a gap where nothing happens and then for a long time people will give you the praise so it's cool when i say I don't live by your praise and then suddenly the criticism starts rolling in but i do <laughs> i do take it with a pinch of salt because i also know we're an industry where i i, I physically put myself out there for you to judge so i cannot be mad when you're saying bad things about my product i'm putting out there because i want your honest opinion and to be honest with you i've Mm. always been a person where i i I love if people strongly like me and i love when people strongly hate me even i i love it when people don't like me also (laughs) it means that i'm evoking some sort of emotion whether it's anger or hate conversation or happiness it, but the point is, I evoked some sort of information. I don't want to be the girl where you're like, you know, the party was was the same with or without Celeste. Oh, I can't tell if Celeste really was there. I don't want to just fade into the background. So it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, people often mistake me for other people as well when I'm out, um, for other radio pre- personalities, and then I'm like, sure, I, yo, you don't even know. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that is that's sad. Like, rather hate me. It's like I don't like Celeste Anthony. Doesn't I don't like what she does. She's nonsense. I don't like her voice. Like, rather say that than going, hey, isn't that no? That's not me. <laughs> Celeste, I've got a weird yeah. question that I actually have always been so curious about. So, <laughs> how was the kind of back not backlash but how was the time after the radio police said that you are the only presents on good hope that's going to be like something in radio <laughs> please tell me about that whole story oh there's also that, that. was like middle beginning <laughs> um, of last year right yeah 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 yeah. so go to con- contract season and he didn't get a contract and so i was as shocked as I promise you as the rest of the world because I grew up, literally grew up. This is, was the guy. This was the, oh, I only listened to him every morning on my way mm. to school. It was phenomenal. And so I had the opportunity to work with him. But because I was relatively new in the game, our shows didn't, yeah. didn't cross over. So I wouldn't ever see him. Right. Um, I, I, did a, I stood in for a couple of days after, after his show. So he was on the great drive and then KZ would have the show right after, which now is my show. But yeah. I stood in on that show for a couple of days. And I still found him so hilarious and so funny and just so, like, insanely professional. Like, oh, so insanely professional. Like, I can't. And so, and the time that he had left, a lot of hate came through um, to Good Hope FM side. Obviously, people are like, haha, you, you lost me as a listener and a lot of hate. Um, and then the other yeah. end of that, a lot of people came through also saying, you know, it's, it's time. We need to move with the times. And so, I sat there going, what is my personal opinion about this? And I would have loved to, 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 man, to work with him longer, mm. for real, for sure. And I had yeah. made a conscious effort also to not um, go on to see stories that he made, those videos he said, because I was afraid that he yeah. would bash me because I was very new. Because um, yet at that point, every time someone would put on the radio, he would go on it to bash them. Because he said he was going to, he's like, every time someone was going to put it on the radio, I'm going to say something about them. So I was like, made a conscious effort of not getting involved in it because I was so afraid of this guy that I had idolized yeah. my entire life saying anything bad about me when I'm just trying to start out. And then I got a message. Yeah. I was at home, got a message from uh, a friend. And he says, Celeste, 
and Nigel is talking about you on his life, and I was like, no. <laughs> oh, it's man. time. Like, I really, I, I've, I, I was already starting to cry without even knowing. And I said, I'm not, no, I'm not going to go. I said, I'm not going to go on because I'm too scared. Mm. I really am too scared to see. And then he had screen recorded it for me, and he sent it. He's like, I think you will be pleasant, and like pleasantly in capitals. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And I watched it, and I went, oh, my God. This, oh my goodness! This guy that I've idolized my life said this about yes. me. But then also again, like I said, I can't live by yeah. someone's praise and die by their criticism. So, would so I also took it for what it was. I was like, I was so grateful that you see something uh, in me. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna keep it in my pocket, but I'm not yeah. gonna think about it anymore. And uh, to mm. be honest, there was no conversation at work or anything about that. There was no conversation about that at all. People very obviously tried avoiding the subject of him. I would speak about it with people yeah. and other radio and like people that's in radio uh, or people like friends of mine we would talk about but like at work so no avoided the subject at a corporate that is not what would have happened yeah. <laughs> it would have um, been at all. what everyone at was talking all. about at a corporate company so for sure and no but i must be honest yeah. i had expected it to be that way i expected going into work and like everyone will be talking about it and <laughs> no one is why is no, i was almost thinking i'm stupid i was like why nobody's like am i not allowed to also <laughs> say anything so i just went with what everyone else was doing and i didn't say anything yo that's crazy <laughs> but, yeah. oh no that must have been amazing though like, Cause yeah, if somebody said something like that about me, somebody had a lights, I would have been like, oh fuck. Yeah, bruh. Yes. I was excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah I would have been stoked. No, no, top class stuff there. Top class stuff. And I, 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 like, I don't want to delve deep into that into that topic, but it was it was quite a. I, I didn't listen to Kudop. I'm from East London, so I, I didn't mm-hmm. have frequency. Um, but then anyway, you can listen enough, on TV, but it's okay. Yeah, go along. <laughs> I just want yeah, to. I'm not really radio. <laughs> if I'm listening to radio, it's Good Hope FM, pretty much. I'm just that's me, you know. Cape Town lawyer. What up? Yeah. What up? What up? <laughs> yeah, I'm your boy. You know, I'm more. I was more of a. I was more of a mshabwenene, you know, type dude. <laughs> Which is one of the biggest radio stations. They are Miss, pulling you go anywhere. Club okay. is playing anywhere <laughs> in South Africa. <laughs> Yeah, for no, for real. <laughs> so I was then when I came to Cape Town, I was um, sort of metro yeah. and five, and then my my third station was Good Hope. So okay. I do the I'm a, like a, I, I like to think of myself as the average listener. Yeah, so you, if you're not popping, you switch in that ten seconds. Yeah. Tune out factor, you over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so i'm just like skip 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 but i know those first three something's gonna happen so if it's not five it's not metro good yeah. hope something's gonna pop there so i'm like okay one two three and if good hope's not popping then i just switch off the radio and put on my hooks <laughs> oh <my laughs> thank you speaking for all of good hope i know i'm, I know I'm gonna steal from from good hope listeners here but guys you can download not really radio put in your orcs and on your commutes listen to not really radio whatever is it <laughs> on uh, on demand radio <laughs> and get like five minutes of us just laughing why wouldn't you want that <laughs> and that's true it's so much fun <laughs> Also, that is beautiful radio. I, I once listened to a radio station. I, yeah. I, I've told you about this, Tyrone. 
and I think I spoke about it in one of our early episodes. But there was um, again. They had a minute where they were just like laughing, like it was a complete minute, like a switched frequency, and it was Mklobo was there a joke? And it was just la- so it was just laughter. So I have no context in in what's happening. <laughs> I'm just it's just laughter. It's just like three people laughing, like completely hosing themselves. And I'm listening, I'm like, what's going on? Okay, I'm like waiting for them to explain this joke. No explanation. I kid you not, guys. A minute I was listening to them and then I start <laughs> laughing now because I'm like, what's going on? And here? that you know, that is the essence of laughing therapy. That's what they do if you've ever been yes. laughing therapy. They just laugh and then you end up laughing because you have no idea what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Bro. The weirdest thing, and I thought till this day, that is the greatest one minute of radio I've ever listened to. You should. In my I, can life. I please just? You should really tell them that. <laughs> you should. You should email them and you should tell them that. I have. I promise you. I have never heard better radio. It is beautiful. Thank you. I'm writing down, yeah, no I'm writing down the tips. I'm writing down the tips. Merv, I literally was thinking about that when we were chatting. Now I was like, I remember you telling me that back in campus radio, like years ago, you told me that story, and I was like, yes, that's it. Mm. Like, and I mean, mm. we we do that here, not really radio. You know what it is. <laughs> yeah, but it'll give you like ten seconds. Then I'm not gonna push it to like a minute. Yeah, <laughs> then you're gonna have to start paying. No, in, a, start paying, in a podcast, like, in the editing room, I'm like a minute of us laughing. <laughs> ah, cut, cut, cut. Yeah, because you wanna listen to yourself laughing. Come on. That's <laughs> a bit much. It's a bit much. Oh man. So, t- um, Celeste, what times your show? You you nine to twelve. Um, I used to be nine to twelve, and that's also what we do in radio. We do research <laughs> anyway. Mo- so my sh- <laughs> before we Attack. get a game. <laughs> so no no no. My my show wow. my my show shame my show. It wasn't even nine to twelve. My first show was nine to twelve, and I started in twenty eighteen. But um, my new show is from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., Mondays through to Thursdays, and it's called The Homecoming. No, okay. <laughs> but at least I was halfway right. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you got my station right and my name. <laughs> so, Les, I've actually listened to your show. Not The Homecoming, but your shows before. Thank you, I, Tyro. I don't, I don't fully okay. remember. I remember once it was like a Sunday morning or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. When I started in 2018, my, my slot was 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock. That was my first ever show. It was called Sunday Sessions. And then my show last year was um, 12, 12 to 3 and Saturdays and Sundays, which just basically meant I had no social life on a weekend. Rough. Yeah. So when I got onto the I when like I got this. onto the daytime, which is actually nighttime now, but when I got onto the full-time line, I was like, yes, <laughs> I get to have a weekend life. And mm. then COVID. But Your anyway. COVID. <laughs> So I'm guessing you liked you liked the the nine to twelve one more. No, this is this is this one now is the the best best sweet spot. I love six to nine pm, specifically okay, designed for you know because I called it the homecoming, but because mostly people get at home at that time. That you get on the, you know, mm. on the fr- the freeway, you get home six o'clock, wind down, chill out, and that's why it's called the homecoming. And I. The show is designed in a way to just also let you relax because it starts six o'clock with like an R and B nineties old school mix mm. for forty minutes. Nice, <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to hear every single night. That's what I'm trying right? to hear. So every night, Monday that's through exactly to Thursday, I have four different DJs every night, and it's just R and B old school, and I love that's it. That's amazing, mm, 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 mm. bro. 
The music uh, on your station is fire. I, I love the music in your station. It's like top class. And it's, it's so annoying in the Western Cape, coming from the Eastern Cape, where every station is just like bumping, like music-wise, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's hard to, to skip mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. unless you like end up on like an artist here. We have artists here there as well. And it's like, oh, skip. It's and anywhere then, in <laughs> South Africa. Artists here and I'm global. But then, um, <laughs> exactly. But then when I got to Cape Town, it was the other way around where I'm skipping the most. And then I get to like my three, my three babies. That's why like now in my car, it's even one, two, three. I, I've oh yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Very important. I, I, when I get into people's cars, if you get in after me, your number one will be good OPFM. So just watch <laughs> out for that. If I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> driving with you. Amazing. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And did you always want to work at, at Good Hope? Uh, funny story. <laughs> no, give me no, give me your your top. Is, are you even three. allowed to, or do you have like an NDA or something? I don't, I don't. Um, but okay. top three you wanted to work at. Yeah, no, but it has a story. Everything with me has a story. So I wasn't even thinking about radio, yes. guys. There was no, there was no thing of radio in my mind, and I, I, mm-hmm. I was in Joburg. Or oh, in Pretoria, more specifically, visiting my family and my cousin's now husband, which at the time was just a boyfriend, had worked at uh, Jacaranda FM. He does um, mm. the traffic, Tabiso Kambule. And mm. he's like, oh, come for a radio tour. You know, we do that, right? You take your family to the place you work. That's what we do. So mm. Tabiso takes us to Jacka and I'm walking around. I'm like, oh, this is so dope. And he makes me sit behind a mic and I do like a mock link at the time. I was probably just talking... And I sat there and I was like, take photos of me. <laughs> Took the photos. And I posted it on I posted it on Instagram, which by the way wasn't big at the time also. I posted it on Instagram. And it was just a joke, honestly. And I came back thinking that it was so cool. That was so dope. If ever this was something I was gonna do, this is where I want to work at Jacker, mm. right? Because they're both English and mm. they're Afrikaans as well. Uh, and Afrikaans is my first language. I was like, I'm gonna do that. It's gonna be so dope. Um and then I started actually, then I started working in radio and then um, at the campus radio, I feel like we were, they were tr- kind of training us to be like a KFM presenter. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I just then assumed, I kind of assumed that I was going to go to KFM. Mm. And my colleague and friend, Gabriella, <laughs> she wanted to work at Good Hope. Yeah, she, want, she wanted to work at Good Hope FM. So she had worked hard to get to Good Hope FM. And I had worked hard assuming I would go to KFM. And then as the fates and the radio gods would have it, I went to Good Hope and she mm. went to KFM. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So it was weird. It was weird. I, so originally, the originally, I thought I was gonna work at Jacker. Oh, uh, okay, that's cool. And now, by the faith of the gods, she's back at Good Hope. <laughs> by the faith of God, she is now working at Good Hope. She, she does traffic whole, on the big breakfast. She, she the took a whole journey to get to Good Hope. Yes, bro. She took a whole journey, but she's at Good Hope now. And I must say, to, I must say, it has been so. It was so amazing because I, I thought I was being trained mm. for a specific station. And then in mm. with in two months at Good Hope, I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, this is nice. where I'm supposed to be. My entire style, my entire way, my like the people I connect with, Amazing. this it's the station. It was home. It's home. You're gonna be on the on the mountain with the with the mic. When the world ends at Good Hope FM. Nice. <laughs> on Good Hope on Good Hope <laughs> FM. And playing and playing a song you actually like. You like <laughs> Right. That's, with that, I want to ask a, a controversial question. In campus radio, 
um, for context, we all three of us used to work together in, in Campus Radio. And we did not pick our own music. Um, now, I don't know if you're allowed to divulge, but in commercial radio, do you have any... I mean, we had some influence on some of the features sometimes. But in um, commercial radio, do you okay. have more influence mm -hmm. or is it kind of the same thing with uh, picking the music? So um, at Good Up FM, I can only speak for Good Up FM, we have some yeah. specialized shows. So those specific shows, they've got con mm. complete control of what music goes out. Uh, well, I shouldn't say complete, mm. but they've got some control about what music goes out. You know, fitting to the show, fitting to the brand for that um, show. However, for the most part, music compiler. We do, mm. much like we had a campus mm. radio, we also had, well, remember we used to rate songs, whether they, whether we liked them or not. Um, so we also had Good Up FM have a music committee and there's also, we mm. kind of listen to the songs and what their vibe is and then decide on what shows that, that we That makes go. sense. So yeah. with me, that, that makes with sense. me, my show, that f first 40 minutes yeah. is a complete mix and I have control over the DJs. So I've got DJ Easy, DJ Ready D, K-Easy and mm. uh, DJ Willy. So I, I kind of know really, and I, and I, all I said was, you know, 90s hip hop R&B. That's, that's all it's supposed to be. You nice. do, the, do the things. And then I've got a chart. Every night I've got a different top five charts. So it's either UK, USA mm. or SA. So those are the only things yeah. I put in there myself. Otherwise, and between eight and nine o'clock on my show, I call it, who do you love? It's love ballads all the way. Like as a boys to men, mm. as Whitney Houston, as Mariah mm. Carey. It's love all your it. favorites. Nice. It's basically just to make you fall in love. Nice. So, and I love that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird one, love, but like, guys, love, honestly, love. to have a three to four hour show and then you want me to pick all the songs, that's too much work. Like, Imagine. just as, on a practical Imagine. point. It's like, is. that's too much work. <laughs> yeah. That is a lot of work. And I really, I take my hat off all the time. I said, I think music compilers are yeah. so undervalued. They are literally like the heartbeat mm. of your station. No, for sure. Mm, 100% and when you when you in when you in campus or not even in just not in radio like commercial radio you think you know what when I'm when I make it I'm gonna pick every single song and I'm gonna play all the songs that I play on my phone um, and then the closer you get there you start seeing ish yeah that's actually what I, I don't yeah. wanna be because it's such a huge responsibility I imagine like radio DJs of like 20 years ago when they were still called radio DJs they would probably get so much hate from artists because you're not playing my song. Right now, if someone says to me, I'm not playing your song, yeah, that's not my fault, bro. I got nothing to do with that. <laughs> Literally, it's not my fault. I actually love your music. I love your song. I wish I could play it. It's like my favorite song at the moment. Um, but I mean, oftentimes, oftentimes I find like, you know, a new album will drop. Mikasa just dropped the album last weekend. And I, mm. I, and I listened to it and I was like, oh, I hope I playlist this one. I hope I playlist this one. I, because right now we're not having music meeting because it's lockdown. Yeah. So I I kind of like seen it. I'm like, hey, have you listened to this song? <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's dope. I've come to learn so much. I was going to say something now, but you completely... Um, <laughs> uh, we're talking. So now <laughs> I talk a lot. I, I talk a say. lot, bruh. I got kicked out of um, class for talking a lot, so this is no surprise. <laughs> uh, so it makes I, sense I now where you, where you at. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I had a teacher comment on my Facebook once, and she's, she's like, yeah, no, this, this radio thing, it makes sense. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it does. It does. Which is weird, because I was actually quite a shy kid to begin with. And then what happened? Um, 
so I <laughs> I was shy, I think, initially, because please note my birthday's in December. So when everyone is already the age of seven, like I'm six, I'm still six. <laughs> the youth. So now I have to go to grade oh, one. Yeah, <laughs> so now I have, to, I have to go to grade one and everyone's seven and emotionally more mature than me. So my mom said mm. the first couple of days of grade one, shame, and I can't believe this is very wrong, but she dropped me off at school and she would sit outside a car and look at me and I would follow the teacher around. All the kids would play with one another and I would just follow the teacher all around, just walking behind the teacher because I was so afraid of speaking to anyone. Or I didn't speak at all. And that was for the first three years. So all the way up until grade three, I just didn't speak to anyone. I was just shy. As in, mm. I don't know, bruh. Grade three, grade four was a game changer. I quickly realized that I was getting bullied because I was really short. I, well, I'm still short, but I was then I was skinny too. <laughs> and yeah, it was weird. So I, I quickly started fending for myself. I had to speak up for myself. There was no, I didn't have any old, I'm an only child. There's no older brothers and sisters. So I defend for myself and then I just became outspoken, I guess. I'm actually sensing a lot of similarities with between where what when's your birth date? Twenty December. Twenty, so you are a Sagittarian That's, like me, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, cause I'm on the thirteenth of December and you're an only child as well. And I'm also an only child. See, Tyrone, this is why we're gonna get married. <laughs> you know, it's perfect. It's working out now. Oh, the you stars know, are wait, But on the real, can I tell you why it would work out? Because my mom's birthday is on the 27th of December. My dad's birthday is on the 3rd of December. And their anniversary is on the 2nd of no, December. No, but then December's just so expensive. Oh my God. It's Guys, just think about affair. it financially. It's very expensive. But I always get two <laughs> gifts. <laughs> we would just save all our money for December. December hurts already yeah. so much. Just and with Christmas and like general <laughs> holidays. Now you want to add birthdays and yeah. anniversaries. I always... I have a problem with that because uh, people always think that they can only give me one wow. gift. Wow, that's rude. It's not fair. You gotta hit up the two gifts. That's rude. It, it's it, offensive. It actually isn't fair. No, I want two gifts as well. I want a Christmas gift and I want a birthday. Because honestly, gift. it's not my <laughs> fault that my birthday is close. But to also, Christmas. guys, exactly. Don't mind what I was gonna say. Never mind that. Yeah, tell us because <laughs> we're gonna attack you. No, no, we want to <laughs> no, hear it now. Say, August babies and September babies make sense, right? From a from a practical point of view, they make sense. But I'm like, yes, yes, yes. December yeah. babies. What is there to celebrate in April and May? Like, <laughs> and March. Love and merriment. <laughs> <laughs> that time of the year, you're celebrating the Lord, the Lord and Easter. Is not. Um, uh, yeah, I was about to say Easter, <laughs> Lent. <laughs> we know your parents didn't give up for Lent. Terrible. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I think they 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 probably shagged like during the, the that April long weekend. Oh, it's all yeah. Yeah. like a bash or something. Get it all out the system. Yeah, exactly. And actually, our parents I think are so informed because you know they waited for the budget speech to finish, plan, and then have the press. Amen, brother. Pregnancy. Amen. <laughs> I mean, you know, we just, you know, that's why we're just these people. <laughs> that's hilarious. Are you a believer in um, astrology? Tarot, I actually have, I also haven't asked you this question. So, man, I've, I've been asked this question a lot. I, I'm one of those people that believe in it when the star sign says something good and then when it, when it doesn't say something good, I'm like, <laughs> what bullshit. <laughs> Literally, I am. But I sometimes I often look at it when it says Sagittarius, your best matches are. And I'm like, ooh, who do I know? That's a Virgo. <laughs> oh, 
violent. <laughs> but I must be honest, when I read Sagittarius personality traits and things like that, I'm like, that is exactly who I am. Exactly. Mm. I have the Tarot, same experience. What about so you? I'm like, nah, rubbish. This is rubbish. Guys, listen, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a white Christian. Everything needs to be proven logically. So I'm like, no, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't agree. And then, and then I read Leo. So I'm born in August. So I'm a Leo. And I read Leo and I'm like, ah, ah, no, 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 no. Everything is like spot on. Oh. Everything. And I'm like, no, See? no, 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 no. But it's there. There definitely needs and to then, be something. So there. something that so like with my my wife knows quite a lot about astrology, and she's like, when you really read into it, so she's done the proper research, and she's like, there's a lot more scientific research that's gone into this. And then I'm like, if I like if I read the Bible, I'm like, there's the three wise, well, not the three wise men. There's a few in I forget what they were, but. The people who brought Jesus. How do you forget the no, three wise men? No, I didn't forget men. the three wise men. There weren't three of them, firstly. <laughs> there was a bunch of them. And they studied okay. the stars. And the stars showed mm-hmm. them to go to okay, Bethlehem yeah. to give Jesus gifts, right? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. so there's some biblical uh-huh. precedent for this as well. So all of a sudden, my white, my white Christianity, everything True. needs to be proven logically unless it's the Holy Spirit. is like, oh, this is confusing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And also, the other thing is that, like, even though Miv, you and I are both Sages, we're not the same age. So, technically, we are born under different stars. Oh, damn. That is what I also found out. I found out that recently, too. I was like, if we're not the same age as someone, it's completely different. Like, your stars can't be the same. Okay. That's new. But in the same breath, I've had my cards read. (laughs) You do like the tarot cards. (laughs) And all that nonsense. I, like, I did tarot. I had someone do tarot. I had someone do... I don't know, some other thing. I am very open mm. to things. I like to go and explore. And then when I get home, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to wash in the <laughs> holy water because I don't want devils <laughs> like into my house. But still, very keen to go and explore. Very keen to go and explore. I had a very weird experience about a year ago. I went to a, um, I don't know, she's a medium slash, clairvoyant slash. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm, mm, mm. And it was, uh, there was an open day. There was an open day, right? So, there was, say there's 12 people attending these classes and then they have the open day at the end of the year and each of these individuals could bring a friend or whatever. So I go, right? I'm the friend. So obviously now there's 12 people attending the class and 12 skeptics, which I am now one of. And we go and this woman stands in front, cool lady, old lady, like such a cool spirit, soft lady. And she stands in front and she said, she's going to open her body up now to an energy. Okay. And yeah, and she goes, so if you don't want to see the energy, just raise your hand. So I'm like, uh-uh, yeah, I want to see this energy. I'm going to raise my hand. So she says she's going to go around and she's going to look you in your eye. And once you connect with her eyes, you will see something. Oh, wow. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> you lie. I didn't see anything, right? And she starts going around in the semicircle. But I'm watching the expressions on other people's faces. And I can tell that they're seeing something. But I also know by the time it's my turn, I'm not going to see anything. She goes around, she goes around, and it's my turn, and she looks me dead in the eyes. <laughs> and as I connect with her, like, I'm feeling all kinds of bad energy, right? And, like, darkness, and she looked evil, and then we went on. So now we're done, 
And she goes, okay, cool. Um, anyone want to share, give feedback, what they experienced? And everyone's like, wow, that was so peaceful. They felt an older female energy and they saw yellow. And I'm sitting there thinking, effing kidding me. That's not what I saw. And then after that, I didn't go do anything. I didn't read anything. I didn't nothing. Because I'm just freaked out from that day. Oh my word. And you felt bad energies, bro. Yeah, I felt, and I feel like it was the only, no one else said anything bad. I was, <laughs> and so I didn't give feedback at all. I'm still scared. <laughs> no, those people scare me, dude. Those people scare me. I'm with Mo. Um, I had a, a similar, yeah, they scare the, the heck out of me. So I once went to like, a, but this is uh, more like, church vibes so i went to like a, a tent church so it's like those pop-up churches Mip, that's like these, that's too um, famous that's too liberal for pop- me bro <laughs> they're gonna do exorcism you know if you're gonna go in a tent they're gonna take a demon Yo, out of someone hey i went to a tent church yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this brag came to me and then um okay so it's like everybody first timers come to the front so I'm like, there's no flipping way I'm going to the front here. So I'm like, okay, everybody goes. And then this one lady spots me. And she's like, you, I've never seen you before. Come to the front. So I'm like, oh, look. <laughs> I was hiding in plain sight probably. Uh, <laughs> so I go to the front and then they start doing the, the, the head touching thing and mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. push you to the floor and then you just like pass out. Something do like they that. push you or do they just like touch you? And I don't know. I think they bike. touch you. I don't know what happens, but then they, something happens, you know? Okay. So like, there's like a line of us and there's like 10 of us and I'm like number seven. And then he starts touching. Boom. And then the people start falling. Boom, boom, boom. Then I'm like, oh my goodness, this guy's going to come to me and he's going to say fire. So he's like, fire. And then the person falls, fire. Person falls. Now I'm like next. And I'm thinking, okay, like what's supposed to flip and happen here? So... He comes to me and then... Please tell me, please tell me at that point you were like, if I don't fall, I'm just going to fall on purpose because this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> he touches me, Celeste, he touches me. He touches me and then he's like, fire. So I'm like, sherbet. Did okay. you, did you fall? But no, did listen, you? listen, I didn't fall. I didn't fall first time, I didn't fall. But I'm like, you know what, maybe it's just me, you know, maybe it's just me. Let me, yeah, let me give it a your chance. your heart wasn't right. Yeah. So he's like, fire again. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not falling the second time. And I don't want them to do like an extended exorcism on me as to like, <laughs> why I'm not falling. <laughs> so when he says fire the third time, I'm like, let me just fucking fall because I'm not. Did you fall? You're an actor. Oh, man. <laughs> You're an actor. So I like just fall back. And then I'm like chilling on the ground. So now I'm, I'm laying there for like two, three minutes. With your so eyes closed. With my eyes closed. And then I like peek. The longest three minutes of your life. Yeah. So I peek out to see, okay, when's everybody getting up, you know? So now the way I'm facing is I'm facing against everybody. So I can't actually see. Yeah. You know? mm. So I did like a little faux vibration to sort of <laughs> change myself. So I just like vibrate. <laughs> so just so I can turn and face the people. Because I wanted a better view. Because I want to get you up like. You are horrible. I want to get you up like. Are horrible. And then I see the one guy get up. And then second guy. That was your cue. Third guy, and then fourth guy, I'm like, it's my time, I get up. And then I walk to the back, and then people are like, oh my word, how was it? We saw you vibrating there. 
And I, I go with Sis, it. I'm like, shame for shame for shame. I'm like, Holy Spirit came to me, bro. Top class, you know. And Terrible. Uh, horrible. That, that, that was my bad. But then, like, it's just, you know, you experience different things there. And I, I didn't experience anything at that time. No. But it may yeah, have been. Yeah, it wasn't your time. It wasn't your time. Mm, that, and I think I was very, at the time, pretty anti. So I was just like. Okay. No, but you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to feel this yeah, anyway. Yeah, but also that stuff like you can't force that, man. Like if you're trying to force it, then that's yeah, that's you when can't. That kind of stuff happens. Like because mm. what else are you gonna do in that situation? Everyone you comes through. Like what? What are you gonna do other than four four? Like you've got no choice. You have to four four. You have to four four, bro. Like normalize four falling. You know. I think four falling is very normalized move. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> you normalized it you normalized it <laughs> because now they start bringing they they made start from the back like this other pastor who wasn't even involved in the sermon is coming out now because they need just more power you know <laughs> it's like oh, so no, i was like no I'm, I'm not oh, gonna be that gosh. guy in this tent church please no <laughs> no but also move brad tent church that's when you know that's when you know if there's a tent that's what I say. And like you should have known. You should have known. It's a conference. It's some kind of conference, and it's going to go on for twelve hours, or you're going to have to fall fall. Those are your two options you. in church. <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah, and it was so long. It is so long. We got there like um, started seven thirty, and we went home at about half eight. Ah. So it was like an extended situation. Um, we yeah, you lunch. you made it longer because you didn't fall the first two <laughs> times. Like, so but real talk, where did you eat? No, they have like food there. So um, oh wow, they were prepared. At lunchtime, they got the food and then they bring it to you and then everybody eats and then a new pastor comes and then he 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 does his thing as well. Yeah, Tyrone, it was a church and a conference. Oh, okay. mm. Have you been to a, a tent church, Tyrone? Listen, man, I have not. <laughs> I've been on like, because I'm comparing it. <laughs> and I do not want to. <laughs> it's terrible. It's my, like, it's bad. I, so I've been on like um, youth camps, right? So I grew up on youth camps. And what that used to be. Oh, me too. Yes. Um, <laughs> what that used to be is like, so you'd have a session in the morning. You'd have a session in the afternoon. And you have a session in the evening. Like, so it's three sessions. The afternoons were the best because it was always the shortest mm-hmm. session. And then afterwards. You could go have fun and like play soccer or something. Um, yeah. And that was. True story. Hectic. So it would be. I remember though, we used to have four sessions and then they brought it down to three sessions because they were just like, in this fourth session, it was between like three and five. And they realized, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grown ass man. And between four and five or three and five, that's when I nap. Like, how are you trying to make me. Mm. <laughs> listen to something i just need to say something tyrone i remember you saying once to me that you take a nap and it's for like 20 to 30 minutes and i remember thinking what an anomaly what a guy that's <laughs> <laughs> for two hours <laughs> no and i'll never hours. ever forget it in my life that you nap for a very short um <laughs> i don't even know how you remember that but two hours two what are you gonna say two hours is not a two nap hours two hours or more h- is sleeping that is exactly what you said to me on that specific day. And I argued with you. <laughs> That's why it stayed with me. Because I couldn't imagine napping for a half an hour. Why would you torture yourself? <laughs> also, Celeste, at that time, I was trained. Because when I started working um, at Campus Radio, before I'd been okay. waitering. 
and we used to work doubles. So what you would do is you'd work till 4, okay. 4.30 and then you have to be back at work between 5 and 5.30, right? So this is what I, and like you start work at 8 till 4, 4.30. You have to be back at work till like 5, 5.30 and then you at work till 12 to 2, somewhere there or anywhere between 10 to 2 in oh, the wow. morning. That's, that's a double where I worked. So what I used to do is I'm not getting through that day without a nap, right? So I'm like hectic. Mm-hmm. So I would cycle home quick and then I would lie down for 10 minutes and I would cycle back to work because <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting through this day unless wow. I'm nap. So I used to have... I, you are the worst kind <laughs> of person. I used to budget. 10 minute cycle home, wow. 10 minute nap, 10 minute cycle back to work and, I would, and then I would get 10 minute snack in between that. So I used to be like, bah, bah, bah. Which raises the obvious question. Why would you not sleep like just outside of the place and get 20 minutes instead of 10 minutes? Mm. Didn't you have like a mattress in the back room? Where am I going to sleep? Where I would have made sleep? a plan. What is this about 10 minutes sleeping? It takes me at least 30 minutes to fall asleep. <laughs> so I, I did do that when I started working in an office. I would go on lunch and I would go nap in the park. I did do that when I was working in an office. But... Yeah, but then, because yeah. then I'd be mm. in my waitering uniform and it's a white shirt, and then I get this green grass stain from lying in the. Also, mm. Stellenbosch parks, I didn't trust them. Mm. I didn't trust to sleep in a Stellenbosch park. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> you shouldn't trust any park, actually, <laughs> but okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I would never sleep in a Cape Town park <laughs> now. Two years ago, it seemed so fun. A new yeah. kid in the city. Now I'm like, why would I ever do that? <laughs> Also, people listening are like, oh, Tyrone's proper white trash. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a friend who stays um, in London, and then she told me that she she went to a park, and she took a nap. And I'm thinking, what? You You did what? Like, yeah, no, when by accident on purpose. I read a book and then I took a nap afterwards. And I'm thinking to myself, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's like a, a completely different reality to me. How the hell yeah, did true story. A nap in a park, bro. No, I don't nap, I sleep. The flipping worst. You? I, I'm too scared for that. I, yeah, I, can't. No, I just feel like I'm, I'm gonna get stabbed. They should have had, <laughs> for sure. Yes. Exactly. I feel like they should have had, especially in your in your the restaurant you're working at, a mattress in the stock room where they keep the alcohol, which you can yeah. just pull out and just lay on the floor and then lay. Yeah, for a brief moment, I also worked in hospitality and I would just sleep in the car. They absolutely should have. I actually, Merv, I remember this, bro. Flip, I remember coming to your office in 2018. I somehow worked down worked down the road, and we found out like at the end of the year. And then I came to your office and there's this <laughs> massive beanbag in this glass room that can only be for one thing. And it turns yeah. out it's a nap pod. And I'm like, what? This company has nap a pods? Nap pod? Bro, I was oh, what are suffering. You? you guys are introducing me to new realities. <laughs> Bro. I was suffering at the weathering like, industry, in the service industry. At my company, no nap pods. We used to nap on the couch and get shouted at. This company's got a beanbag <laughs> created for sleeping also i don't i'm not one of those people that sleep like i don't look beautiful when i sleep so i wouldn't even done that i wouldn't sleep in front of people like colleagues that no way no i'm like a cat when i sleep i'm adorable you're like a cat 
that 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 place was like uh it was super like cool. It was like mad progressive. They had nap pods like on the floor there was like three or four and then they also had prayer pods so there's like two or three prayer pods where you could go I remember so advanced so mm, the prayer pods you could cool. lock cool. you could lock the prayer pods and they didn't have like any um visibility <gasps> that is in. really dope and then um the nap pods yeah it was pretty much like sometimes so i would open. i would take a nap in the prayer pod where no one could see me yeah that's where i took my naps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sorry i'm I have to go and talk to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ quickly. I'll be yeah, back. <laughs> and we talk best when I I'm sleeping. And then I, nap. I mean, that's what happens anyways now, but still. <laughs> no, yes. Does it? Does it happen, does it happen to me too? I, I start praying and then I wake up tomorrow morning. <laughs> no. No. All the time. Uh, but it's amazing. not disrespectful. Amazing. It's not. <laughs> Is it? Because I, I, I felt so guilty <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I do that. I pray and then I just like fall asleep. And I'm like the Lord understands. I I'm sh- I'm sure I'm sure. I actually I actually think it's more sci- like this is weird, but I think it's more scientific than you think, right? Because when you pray, you relax, so your mind turns down you and get peace, into a yeah. more peaceful mindset, and then you fall asleep because of that. Mm-hmm. So actually, I don't think it's disrespectful. I think it's more it's more scientific than you realize. Like it's like if you if you meditate as well and you or you do mindfulness you're much more likely to fall asleep because you're relaxed and you kind of stop yeah. thinking about everything. And mm. you oh my gosh. You just made me feel so <laughs> much better. Uh, dude, thank like, thank you, Darren, for that as well. Thank <laughs> you, yeah. I feel no guilt. Because <laughs> like, I'd, I'd say a morning prayer now just to like apologize <laughs> for the sleep. I'm like, I know it's been No, in the mornings, <laughs> no, move. In the morning, you have night. to sit up and go to your desk and pray. You can't pray in bed. Yeah, 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 true. I also do that. I pray when I'm up already. Yeah, it's uh-uh. like I have to go and eat with my wife. So I have to tap out. Beautiful. Oh. Um, no, it's sorry. cool. <laughs> Must I be didn't nice. to make that sound all guilty. I'll go eat with Husband things. So husband what you can things. do if uh. you want to is I can tap out now and you guys keep recording because this is straight fire. I mean, we're straight up just having a fun conversation and hopefully people enjoy listening to that. <laughs> but yeah. I have to tap out so you guys can carry on without me and I will edit it. Um, just let me know. I will. I can make a plan for that. No, I'm chill to cut it, guys. Yeah, okay, I'm also right, cool. Right. No, it's been great. Not really radio. Not really radio.